0: I'm Eddie Brock. I'm a reporter. I always seem to find myself
1: questioning something the government may not be looking at. I found something really bad. And I have been Who's that bad? Who's that bad? Who's that bad? taken. Look around in the world, what do you see? A planet on the brink of collapse. Human beings are disposable, but man and symbiote combined. This is a new race, a new species, a higher life form. What do you want from
0: me? You'll find out. I'm so sorry.
1: We cannot just hurt people. Look into my eyes, Eddie. The way I see it. We can do whatever we want. Do we have a deal? Eyes, lungs, pancreas, so many snacks for so little time. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic University. I am your professor, Mario Rivera, and I'm not dying. And joining me is the marvelous doctoral student, Sly Clone MC, who has a bachelor's in the MCU, a master's in the multiverse, and going for their dissertation in Marvel Studies. Sly, how are you doing today?
0: I am also not dying anymore. You'll love <laughs> to see it. Uh, and I'm very excited to be here with you today, talking about 2018 cult classics. That's right. Venom,
1: <laughs> oh man, that's so long ago. Cult classic, can't believe how long ago that was. <laughs> and so many sequels we're about to have, so <laughs> it's gonna be fantastic. Um, but yes, of course, we're talking about uh 2018's Venom if we haven't said it enough already. Um, uh, which we'll go ahead and move on to our first class, which is history class. Uh, this film is directed by Ruben Fleischer who uh, is responsible for the Zombieland films, um, as well as, I think, Jumanji. I think he's a producer on Jumanji. Uh, He is joined by Jeff uh, Pinkner, who is responsible for shows like Aliases and Fringe. Uh, Scott Rosenberg, who wrote Con Air and Gone in 60 Seconds, one of my favorite movies of all time. And, of course, oh, cats are going nuts over there. You got got venom in you?
0: Cats are... Really excited about God in 60 Seconds.
1: And that's what I'm talking about. They're fighting over it. <laughs> um, of course, it's also written by Kelly Marcel, who uh, is responsible for Fifty Shades of Grey. So combine all these elements together, and what do you get? You get a freaking Venom soup. So there we go. <laughs> Wonderful. There you go. The studio is, uh, of course, uh, Sony Pictures, because they will not let go of the Spider-Man rights. And this movie stars Tom Hardy, Michelle Williams, and... And Riza med, wow, that's a that's a cast actually. So that's, <laughs> that's, <a> cast. <laughs> that's interesting that they're all together in this cinematic masterpiece. Uh, of course, where can you stream this thing? You can stream this on the Stars Network, um, which I think is partially owned by Sony, so that probably makes sense why it's there. Um, that's where the Spider-Man movies go to when they first launch. So there you go; you can watch this on Stars. But, uh, Sly, I'm going to go ahead and throw it over to you. Uh, tell us about the plot of this episode.
0: Man, I did pick the longest plot, uh, thinking that I wouldn't have to read it today. But I was sadly incorrect.
1: Yes. So, not uh, joining us, like we said, hopefully. would be would be Frank Villagomez. He, of course, got bit by the venom virus. Uh, you know, he's watching out for FEMA. He may or may not join this episode later. We shall see. But no promises. <laughs>
0: Alright. Defeated and having no one to turn to after choosing to go after the nefarious Life Foundation Corporation. That name, it's a choice. Anyways. And it's this visionary CEO, Carlton Drake, the former idealist reporter, Eddie Brock, is with his back to the wall. Then, six challenging months later, down and out Eddie, un- Earth strikes a shocking secret about his unethical experimentation on humans, only to unwittingly become the host for a mysterious, amorphous, pitch-black alien lifeform, the powerful interplanetary symbiote, Venom. Now, whether he likes it or not, Eddie must keep the voracious parasitic organism alive as earth is about to fall prey to megalomaniac drinks destructive master plan but can eddie survive the poison within thank you nick reganus i don't know on imdb for that lovely flowery beautiful plot description
1: (laughs) He pulled out the thesaurus for this one. He made sure to get as much flowerly language. Really? <laughs> really wanted to get in there. Um, specifically, where was it? The fall, Earth's About to Fall Prey to the Medical Molecule, drink's Destructive Faster Plan. Absolutely. Definitely went in there, went deep into it. So thank yeah. you, Nick.
0: Really pulling out all of those SAT words. <laughs> We'd love to see it.
1: <laughs> yeah, as so if he had to fill out the, the paragraph on the SAT. He tried his best. So good on him. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> Uh, of course, the comic book characters in this movie are Venom, Riot, and She-Venom, which was a quick little cameo, so that was that was fun. Um, let's go ahead and get right on into the episode. Um, we're going to start with our Sammy Star where we talk about the film. Sly, is this the first time you've seen this movie? I actually didn't get your history on this movie specifically.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is the first time I've seen this movie. All right. <laughs> um... And I got to say, I- I'm going to take you a little off topic for a second. Sure. Uh, but the other day on TikTok, uh, the Thick list, who I adore, their TikTok account is great. Their podcast is great. Um, but they made a video talking about how, like, you'll be reading something with a character name and they'll be like super out of character and then you'll get like halfway through to the end or whatever and realize it was talking about another character and like a while ago i commented on it it's always the eddies because every time i'm reading anything about any eddie it's never the eddie i'm thinking about and so i gotta say my notes for this one kept tripping me up
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh lord and so, in terms of your notes for this film, did you like this movie? What are your thoughts?
0: It was solid. Okay. I'll say that. Um, I was expecting this to be a lot rougher of a watch for me. I wasn't expecting to particularly enjoy it. Uh, just because it didn't seem... Like, from what I've heard and from the people who are, like, really big fans of this movie, it doesn't seem like my typical vibe, but I was, you know, pleasantly surprised that it wasn't that hard of a watch for me. I thought it was, like I said, it was really solid. It was very fast-paced. It was, like, breakneck speeds which was great because i had no investment in anything that was happening and so keeping that pace like kept me engaged i didn't feel like i was getting like distracted or whatever because of how fast paced it was um but yeah overall it was i I was pleasantly surprised
1: that's good because I'll, i'll flat out say this i like this movie it turns out uh i watched it uh First time I watched it, thought it was dog shit cr- stupid because of my super connection to uh, <laughs> wanting this to be in the Marvel Cinematic Universe or wanting it to be, um, you know, be a part of it in some way. And then things just changed over time. Um, I rewatched this, uh, obviously, during the big, uh, big uh, No Way Home stretch where I figured we're going to get the sequel to Venom, which semi teed up the story a little bit and then obviously you know wanted to just kind of be in the spider-man universe and uh you know what that's first that second rewatch when i first got to see it i ended up actually really having a lot of fun um just by completely separating it as just its own character and not worrying about how it needs to tie into spider-man in any way you know what pleasantly i thought it's, it's it's a really silly movie and to go back to all these older films that we have been watching like Fantastic Four, even you know, some of the X Men movies. Um, to me, this movie is like no different from any of the things that we've seen. Um, and we've seen some real good ones, we've seen some real, real, real b- bad ones. And to me, this is just like right in the middle. Like, this could be yeah. easily right basically in the same place of like maybe Daredevil, is probably what I'd say. There's not so much. You know, there's some yeah. f- fun stuff in there that we like, and we make fun of, like, uh, like, Bullseye and stuff like that. But overall, we just find, like, that movie's fine. Like, we just ultimately just think yeah. that, like, it's just a totally okay film, and that's totally what I feel Venom is in the same way. It's like, I don't necessarily care so much about the characters at the end of the day, but, like, I find the interaction between Eddie Brock and Venom when Venom is on screen to be a lot of fun. And honestly, I I I, I don't tout it for that, so, Yeah what are your thoughts uh, on that that's
0: a great comparison i feel like it is right around daredevil for me where there's going to be like the one or two scenes that yeah. stick with me and the rest is just kind of whatever yes um we joke that i like adore daredevil all the time but i i really only remember the bullseye scenes of (laughs) course (laughs) that's that's the extent of it um i will say like my biggest takeaway from this this movie was i was surprised at how little venom we actually got for being like the titular character for it being like his movie it really it really was more eddie story which i get it's like you want to connect to the human element or whatever uh but yeah i i was expecting a little more venom
1: yeah for sure and then most of it is and funny enough i think a lot of that absence is because knowing that venom is also tom hardy uh tom hardy is um basically it's just (laughs) tom hardy talking to himself for 90 minutes Um, But we mostly see it few through uh, Eddie Brock's eyes. We don't necessarily see a lot of things through Venom um, specifically. Will that change in the sequel? I don't know. We're going to have to watch the sequel to find out. Um, But there are some interesting things that they do in that movie. Um, But in terms of this one, yeah, the the draw is just going to be the relationship that Venom and Eddie starts developing in this. Other than that, everything else is inconsequential. The love interest, inconsequential. The villain, super inconsequential. It has the same problem as all superhero movies, where it's the superpowered second version of the thing that is the hero. And so it's the final act, you know, with the explosion. Like, it has all the same tropes as like any of these Marvel movies that they seemingly have not learned up to this point. The fact that we're in 2018 and they're still doing the same tropes, Um, you can see there's not that much progression. But at the end of the day, if this movie was on television, I probably would sit down and watch it. Like, it, it has enough funny scenes that I would enjoy it.
0: And that's the thing with, like, tropes specifically. We talk about, like, how repetitive it is, but when you look at, like, the purpose of tropes in particular, they can be very powerful and very well done. Yes. I think where we get that feeling of repetition is we're not getting any variation, and we're never getting like, an inverted trope, or like, where they take it and like, twist it a little bit. Uh, And I think, like, it's it's so easy to play into these classic comic book movie story beats. Yes. But you just have to give us a little little something fresh, a little new perspective. Like, why are you utilizing this medium to tell the story and really hammer that home, I think. Yeah. That was a little bit lacking for me.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's very much, like I said, something that we've seen already. So it's like, what new can you bring to this table other than... This is just another Spider-Man version that you can tell that is not Peter Parker. Um, you can set it in a place that's not New York very easily, which they do in this. Um, is it just as iconic? No, because in my opinion, there's one scene in this movie that's a ch- giant—the giant like chase scene—and you see the same restaurant like six times because they either going through <laughs> the same street, and I'm just like, all right, this is just happening, you know, and it's dark and and and, and silly. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just. There are things that I wish that they could have improved on, but they just obviously chose not to, and it sucks because you know going back to like the filmmakers behind this. These people all had super potential of the things that they come from. Like Zombieland was like a huge comedic hit when it first came out. And I was hoping to have the same amount of laughs in this that I would in that. There are some moments, don't get me wrong, whenever Venom's on screen, he's very hungry. There's, of course, the lobster scene. We'll get to that in just a second. Um, But then you get things like Con Air and Gone Home, which are pretty awesome action films. I just feel like there's just not that much potential from there either. Uh, the the Fifty Shades of Grey person I'm not sure what necessarily they contributed I'm curious what their their sections were if that's the romance or at least the you know the the doing there it just I, I don't know it felt very Fifty Shades of Grey cardboardish so I don't know but okay. that's my personal opinion. <laughs>
0: I will say on, on the romance aspect. Yes. Uh, I thought it was really funny to me personally that uh, him getting fired and the breakup happened at exactly 15 minutes into the film. Yes. Like it was, they were on it. It was quick. Um, And I really love the boyfriend. Like, I love that he was there. I love that he was helpful. And like, i love that they weren't like trying to make it like a second tense romance kind of story sure. i'm not a big fan of that at all mm-hmm. I, it's one of my least favorite tropes. and so the fact that like the boyfriend was there and was like a fully formed character yes com- like i mean comparatively, kind of comparatively hard, yes cardboard but yeah like he was at least they attempted to flesh him out um i really enjoyed that i thought that was
1: great they could have easily have done like he's just another meathead that she's dating, and you know, just be another yeah. jerk or whatever. It's like no, he's just a normal guy. <laughs> and, um, will he be back? We'll see. <laughs> you know, like uh, it's just funny <laughs> that they have that semi weird relationship with uh, with that character. But yeah, that um, I did find that pretty hilarious. Um, what are your, what are your thoughts overall on Tom Hardy playing this dual role, being able to both harness Eddie Brock, which this will be. I guess the officially the second version we've seen on this show, um, opposed to, um, when we was in second time, we've seen Venom actually, um, from Spider-Man three. What is your thoughts on this version compared to, uh, Topher Grace's version that we saw in Spider-Man three.
0: Yeah. Gotta say, I remember the symbiote in (laughs) Spider-Man three. I do not remember Eddie at all. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yep. um,
0: (laughs) I, I thought Hardy's Eddie was great. I thought it was, you know, he, he really played into the role, at least as much as I know of it. I thought he had sure. a pretty wonderful performance. And um, what we got to see of Venom, I thought was really well done. I really enjoyed when they were, like, actually interacting, and it wasn't just, like, voice and head versus yes. Eddie, but, like, when they had that, like, more playfulness, the more interaction, and less like kind of separated. I thought those moments were really well done. Uh, but it did feel a lot of like Eddie sitting somewhere, somebody trying to have a conversation with him, and just like a voice behind him. Yes. And like, I don't know, th- those scenes weren't as compelling
1: to me. Yeah, and I've seen those also a thousand times of the, the voice in the back of their head that's saying things that they don't want to say and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, it definitely it it can get kind of tiresome. But when you do see Venom and Eddie actually having conversations, it is it is interesting. I do like how I think it was it's established in this one that like, he's kind of a dark, scary kind of dude. He wants to eat some brains. He wants to do some things, but, but <laughs> at the same time, he starts developing like. Uh, relationships and responsibilities to other people like uh classically obviously the main uh character with um oh my god um the convenience store lady <laughs> oh this is chen yeah, yeah this is chen I love her. which was really funny and then uh of course um you know with Michelle Williams's character as well um they started developing some sort of like relationship I thought that was actually pretty cool as well um in terms of uh, Michelle, I'm sorry, in terms of the villain in this movie, uh, that's the person I wanted to bring up. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Uh, what are your thoughts on Riz Ahmed coming in as this sort of like crazy genius that wants to uh, use these aliens for uh, his bidding? Uh.
0: Well, first of all, gotta say, Life Foundation Corporation yeah. Horrible name. Horrible Terrible. Name. You can't be a foundation and a corporation. That. That's not how it <laughs> works. Um, so that drove me crazy every sure. time. To, like the Life Foundation Corporation. I'm like, pick one.
1: <laughs> pick a lane. <laughs> um.
0: But yeah. Uh. He was a pretty solid. You know. Ambitious. Want to like save the planet by or at least save humanity by any means possible kind of dude sure and like i was convinced that anybody with that much money would do all of the things he did (laughs) like it felt very much eccentric science billionaire realistic to me yeah Uh, which goes both ways which a feels pretty solid characterization but b little too close to home right now
1: <laughs> yeah i know this man definitely looks like someone who would run twitter um very much so yeah. uh-huh. you know that has a rocket program um and some other stuff uh yeah overall i just feel getting to see a lot more performances from risen Ahmed. i feel kind of sad that he got sort of lumped into this as someone who you know i, I think could possibly do so much more with a character Uh, for him to just sort of be semi one note in this. There's not much dimension to him other than he is just that guy. He is that evil person and he teams up with an alien pretty quickly (laughs) in order to get what he seems to be his goals. And by the end of the movie, it's just like, he's just another thing get in the way of uh, you know, this creature. Um, I don't know. I really wish Riz Ahmed was not wasted in this role he he could have been a, a more essential character. I think personally, he could have been Carnage uh, if they actually played with the, played with him. But I know that they're basically setting that up for the potential sequel with uh, Woody Harrelson. But uh, just kind of sad that he's getting sort of lumped into in this. I think it really was sort of a nothing character that he wasn't able to sink his teeth yeah. into. So
0: yeah, and like his performance was great every time. Yeah, he was his performance is great. Spring. Exactly. It's super engaging. But, yeah, he he definitely did the best he could with what he was given. Yeah. But he could have been given a lot more. Yes,
1: for sure. For sure. Um, yeah, they decided not to do go that route, which is very unfortunate, in my opinion. Um, I
0: honestly, I did think he was going to be Carnage. So when <laughs> the reveal was that he was right, I was like, who's this fucker?
1: Yes. And that, let's talk about that specifically. So the movie begins with, like uh basically a spaceship crashing from uh the sky landing down then there's this thing passing on from one thing to the other what were your thoughts on that And <laughs> did you think that was venom or do you think that like
0: i w- it was curious because they had was it four or five yes like, capsules or mm-hmm. whatever and one of them broke yes. and i was like okay that's a symbiote um I didn't realize that there were more named Yes
1: Yes.
0: Than just Venom. So that was I was like, Oh, that's a symbiote and I just assumed that any symbiote would be like a Venom hive mind thing. Sure, sure sure. sure. Um so for them to all to be like unique personalities or whatever was yeah. pretty cool
1: actually. Yeah, it's a cool concept at the very least. I mean, there's there's going to be other versions of Venom, but to be used in, you know, the specific ways. Um, but otherwise, yeah, this is just a character though that is just introduced just solely to be the second version of the of your titular hero. Um, yeah. He doesn't apply much. He's, you know, somewhat dangerous for sure, but um ultimately just yeah, just just another thing that they introduced. Not now I know that I could say the same exact same thing about the sequel, um, which is with carnage specifically carnage just so happens to be a character that is more fleshed out in the comic books. So I think that I give that one a pass very much so that I don't give on this one. But, um, but yeah, it, it just, again, falls just in that same as problem that all the movies do. And so I just don't think about him. Like, I barely forgot that his name was riot to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. You could have just said, send me yeah. number two and I would have been like, yeah, sure. checks out.
0: symbiote leader or whatever yeah symbiote leader whatever yeah i don't know i
1: just just thought that that was ultimately just like super silly for the most part
0: i did think the riot and venom fight scene Mm -hmm. was really cool to see how Mm -hmm. they animated those two interacting and like getting to see like the glimpses of the hosts or whatever that fight scene was really cool uh it was very predictable like you see all the classic yes final battle beats within it but just i was like oh they were saving everything for this and i get it it was very well done
1: yeah for sure i, I, I do like the fight scene too because yeah as you're right it's like two different uh viscosities of these goos fighting each other and wrapping around and doing all these different things and yes yeah, so you can peek within Within them and see a little bit of Broxy, a little bit of Riz Ahmed's character. And you just like, yeah, I thought that was at least the cool aspect of the fight that I think the movie takes kind of too long to get to. Um, We do get like, you know, the standard chase scene, but it just doesn't feel like a Venom thing. It just feels like in any other movie thing. Um, Even feels like a Daredevil thing where there's a guy on a motorcycle.
0: imagine if this movie was a tight 90 i uh-huh. think i would have loved this movie if it was a tight sure
1: because
0: it already was at that like breakneck speed yes it just needed to be like trimmed down a little bit i think no for sure not like the car the street chase mm-hmm. definitely could have been
1: brought down no for sure because like i said I, I you see the same restaurant three times just whizzing <laughs> yeah. by I, I guess they're going in circles because you see the same streets
0: just around one block just
1: one block and then all of a sudden yeah it's it's really, really i will ridiculous. say
0: that one the one shot where mm-hmm. venom like reached out and grabbed the light pole and they swung yes. the bike around that was the highlight of the whole fight i just no, needed that, like, that so
1: yeah weird. and it's funny because my history with my history of venom goes all the way back to i wasn't a comic reader at the time when venom was created My history is the original PlayStation One Spider-Man game, and it's just a really goofy Venom character who swings just like Spider-Man. He does the same thing; he does the web slinging. He has his own version of that. We don't get that necessarily in this, where you know he is doing any of that. That is like the one moment which he does like any sort of like similar Spider-Man esque thing. And I guess yeah, it, it is interesting how this movie has that identity. Uh, For it being a Spider-Man villain. But being pulled away from it. I'm still rectifying how I feel about that. Even as much as they try to fix it. And we'll get there when we talk about those things. But um, yeah. I don't know. Part of me still misses the Spider-Man aspect of it. I don't know.
0: Yeah. For sure. Um, I I was going to say. I have read a single Venom comic. And I was just trying to pull up the actual name um the issue was called edge of venom first oh, okay. and it's like uh anthology of a bunch of different writers but one of my favorite writers nanetti okorafor yeah. yes. did a really cool um venom verse story that is kind of like my only like touchstone with sure. like the comics um is that uh, book it's very good i highly recommend checking it
1: out yeah i'll definitely check it out like um venom like has been permeating spider-man culture for so long i mean he's apparently going to be in the next spider-man game which i'm very excited about um, you know uh, as not Eddie brock as somebody else which is really cool um i want mm-hmm. to see how that turns out but yeah in terms of this movie it's it's just like I said. It just feels like inconsequential for the most part. But again, I don't complain it for being just a standard ass movie. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. for sure.
1: That's my take on it. Um, I don't think there's really much I would like to say more more than that. Honestly, it's just a very standard film. I think it's. I think we're fine to move on to the possibly our next class if you're interested.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm just. I'm glad I watched it um it's the kind of thing that i never would have watched if not for this show and i'm i'm happy i watched it once and like you said if it's like on in the background it's not like i'm gonna turn it off but like yeah overall it's just it's a movie
1: yeah it's no punisher uh you know 2004 so (laughs) thank god thank god you know it could have been worse could have been worse so, we're going to go ahead and move on to our next class, which, of course, is drama class. We're going to reenact some scenes from oh, the yeah. movie. Uh, now, this, of course, um, has multiple people in this one, uh, but we're going to do mm-hmm. Venom and Eddie as the uh, same dual roles, so we'll go from there. Um, you wanted me to do both of them, right? You wanted me to both be Eddie and Brock? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to try my best to do multiple voices. <laughs> and i want to try and like do my tom hardy poker. as as eddie brock i'm gonna see if i can do that too it's so oh hell yeah oh god all right let's try all it. right you ready <laughs>
0: i'll kick it off dan just needs to do another mri no
1: mri no 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 mri no mri no more <laughs>
0: what why
1: sounds that's four thousand six thousand hertz is lethal um, sound frequency in the MRI is really harmful for him. Really harmful for him.
0: So, what? So, like, sound is his crimp tonight?
1: Uh, not not all sounds. And fire. And fire. And fire.
0: He's talking to you.
1: Always. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Eddie. <laughs> Oh, that was great. Oh, man.
1: (laughs) You got to talk with, like, somewhat of a New York accent whenever you do, Eddie. It's like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. You got to do, like, a Woody Allen. Like, I don't know. (laughs) It's so ridiculous. Oh, Oh, my God. That was
0: incredible. All right. (laughs) I need need a reprise of that (laughs) for our second segment
1: here. Oh, my God. All right. And then with this one, there are four... (laughs) <laughs> Four roles there's Carden Drake, Riot, Eddie Block, and oh, Venom's not even in this one. Okay, Venom's not in this one. I'll okay, take
0: Eddie on this one. do you want me you can to... do uh-huh. you can do Carlton and Riot?
1: All right, I'll try to figure out Carlton. Riot let's see. Let me see if I can do an Elon Musk accent. Let's see. All right, <clears throat> um, this is the the last time I'm asking you, um, where is my symbiote?
0: I have no idea. <laughs> where... sorry
1: where <laughs> where is he
0: oh my god where's Venom that is the ugliest looking thing I have ever seen
1: you know Brock Um, I have no use for you <laughs> trees come, come clean up your mess
0: whoa he has one up his ass too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fucking stupid. Oh man, <laughs>
0: I love the <this> show.
1: <laughs> <laughs> for me to find weird ways to do weird accents for uh, fake monster creatures and oh my god, South African billionaires. <laughs> Moving on, we're going to go ahead straight into our next class, uh, which we're going to be going into Music Room, which is superhero movies of this era are remembered for their original soundtracks. Does the music in this movie hold up or have any songs that are still bangers today? Uh, There's one song (laughs) that we can talk Mm -hmm. about, and it's in the credits. Um, Of course... Famous rapper Eminem, known for his many, many, many uh, songs throughout the years, many albums. Uh, he did this song. He did, which, of course, is just Venom, 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 like a thousand times. <laughs> this song. I don't say,
0: Yeah. The fucking, the uh, verses, pretty solid. Sure. I was like, wow, I'm digging this as the credits are playing, Yeah. I'm, this is a pretty solid song
1: yeah yeah and then the chorus kicks in and <laughs> then just venom, <I> <laughs> venom. <laughs> just over and over and over again so, by the way sorry for audio <laughs> listeners i just gave you an ear <laughs> orgasm my bad <laughs> um <laughs> But yeah, uh, you know what? I, I actually, as much as I make fun of the song, I'm, I just love its association with Venom, the character, that it just brings me joy. And so if it ever does come on the radio, I'll la- I'll, I won't I will change it. I'll listen to it just because I just find it such a silly concept to have Eminem and Venom in this sort of weird cross-culture, which um, a fun little extra credit. If you haven't seen it, watch the, uh, the music video for this. Where it's just Ooh, it's just okay. Eminem turning into Venom. It's ridiculous. It's so silly. So yeah. Other than that, there's not many other music uh, in the movie, right? Not that I can like pinpoint. It doesn't have it's, it's like the
0: only other one I was gonna say is the uh, last post credit scene oh, has the Into the Spider Verse.
1: <laughs> that's right. Oh my god, I forgot that it has Into the Spider Verse. <laughs> Yes, that's right. It's a post-credits uh, for our next movie that we're going to be talking about, which is hilarious. Very
0: exciting for me because yes. I love Into the Spider-Verse.
1: That was the treat very in order excited. to go see this movie is you got yeah. to see a little bit of that movie like what it was actually about. And uh, yeah, now we are forever changed for that. So I'm very happy for <laughs> what we're going to be watching very, very soon. So uh, let's go ahead and move on to our next class which of course is quiz time where we're going to be asking some questions now I'm not going to lie to you this was a movie where mm-hmm. I couldn't find a whole lot of facts that's fair but there is one question that I wa- I'm i curious if you picked up on and that is going to be the second question that I do but first uh, Sly is Stanley make a cameo in this movie does he make a post-mortem cameo movie where is he
0: yeah he he's towards the end when he's walking down the street <laughs> yes. and isn't venom like who is that guy and i'm like stanley
1: yeah yeah he shows up which is
0: it's great to see him
1: it's great to see him this is obviously one of the last things this came out before um endgame of course um Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah love to see love to see that stanley is still still out there even though he didn't create venom (laughs) still in there though still still i love that
0: like it doesn't matter if he created the character no. or not. They just threw him at everything. Just threw him, him at everything.
1: Him. He's even in Black. He, he, did, make, he, he did make Black Panther. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah. Good, good, good on him, buddy. Good, I'm glad you still see you around. All right. That's one point right there on the board. And now this is the question that I want to ask. So the, again, we said at the beginning of this movie, there is a spaceship that crash lands. There is mm-hmm. a astronaut in that scene uh-huh. that gets sort of taken over by Venom. I'm gonna ask you, who was that astronaut's father? Do you remember the name of the astronaut? I uh,
0: yeah, um, I didn't think of that. I yeah. I I'm, I'm having a little bit of a crisis because I think I just pieced it together. Yes, uh, I'll even give, give you a hint. The astronaut's last name yes was Jameson. It
1: was Jameson. That's right. And the
0: only other Jameson we know yes is. Infamous Spider-Man character. Yes. J. Jonah Jameson. Are they related? So
1: do you remember in Spider-Man 2 that Mary Jane Watson Uh was engaged to J. Uh J. Jonah Jameson's son? Yeah. Do you remember what his profession was in Spider-Man 2? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) So... Oh, yes. oh boy i did not put that together yeah oh, wow <laughs> so it is a weird cameo slash like connection i guess which is yeah that this astronaut is presumably Jane jonah jameson's son um which we have some history <laughs> we've seen on the show already in spider-man 2 but yeah uh supposedly this is uh that jameson now is he dead i guess
0: Apparently, sorry, Mary Jane. Sorry,
1: Mary Jane in this universe, wherever the fuck this is, (laughs) um, which a lot of people still speculate that this is actually the Andrew Garfield universe, which would make sense because we didn't see J. J. Jonah Jameson in this universe. So for him to have a different fate than the J. Jonah son that we see in in the Tobyverse, But, um, yeah, the fact that that even is a name mentioned in this, I find fascinating. Um, Little known fact, that character goes to space in a similar way, comes back to Earth, but he actually becomes a werewolf. (laughs) So, who knows?
0: Great. Love that for him.
1: (laughs) Who knows? Venom 3? It's fucking Jane Joan Jameson's son as a werewolf. Why not? Why not? (laughs) But, yeah, I'm happy to find it. It was cool to watch you realize that in real time breaking down that character but
0: (laughs) i'm i'm so glad i got to have that like brain blast (laughs) moment (laughs) (laughs) recorded for posterity
1: that's right so yeah that's uh that's quiz time we got of course 100 on the quiz this week and uh yeah congratulations the points don't matter we're gonna go ahead and move on to our final thoughts our final uh sort of last statement on the film entering into our homeroom Uh, sly what are your what's your final thoughts on on venom what do you want to leave for venom
0: my final thoughts is i have a lot of questions about (laughs) where this character is going in the future sure uh what 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 paths they choose to take uh with both eddie and venom um i'm curious to see like what they expand on if we get those characters more fleshed out who knows um <laughs> we'll we'll certainly find out eventually um but yeah overall i'm happy i watched it it was a solid film and i understand why the people who really like this movie really like this movie and like just because i it's not like my thing doesn't mean i don't understand like why people adore this movie like i it really makes sense why people adore this movie it's just not my thing
1: i agree because people apparently like this movie because it was enough to get a sequel and that sequel did very well in a post-pandemic world too so like that well post you know whatever you want to say in a pandemic world like that movie still did numbers. So that's why actually news this week the funny that we're recording this, uh they're talking about already rolling on the third one. So yeah, shout out to this character and the fact that this movie still did enough to warrant more, more sequels and possible connections with uh mm-hmm. other characters. So when we get there. Uh yeah, my final thoughts on this movie is very similar to what I was saying at the beginning. This, to me, is just like any of other middle-of-the-road movies that we've talked about before. This is easily in the same vein of, yeah. say, like, uh, the uh, not The Punisher, um, <laughs> uh, in the same vein Daredevil. of, like, any middle-of-the-road X-Men movie that we've talked about, any middle-of-the-road, like, Final uh, Fantastic Four movie, um, in the same vein of Daredevil, like, just something, like, I would even say... Just as entertaining as Electra is, and you know how my feeling, my thoughts on Electra is like. There's some stuff in here.
0: Electra. But you absolutely yeah. adored
1: Electra. But I at least wanted to bring it up. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh-huh. I, you can't go wrong with just watching this uh, generally. And I'm curious because the, the whole point we wanted to do this episode was to hear Frank's perspective. Which, hey, we might still do me cutting to that if that happens. <laughs> um but if it doesn't don't worry about it um my friend frank of course one of our co-hosts who loves his character but has not seen these movies because of you know what he feels that like he's done about them i i, I just think that uh, at the end of the day they're having their fun and that's fine you know we're, we're gonna get new versions of these characters anyway so it is what it is so yeah
0: i feel like if it didn't seem like tom hardy was having a great time with these characters yeah. it would be significantly less yes strong of a movie overall and like i'm all for that if you have an actor who's like super passionate about portraying this character and they're having a silly goofy time with it hell yeah give them the sequels
1: this man put himself in a lobster tank for fun all right like he is <laughs> he is having a blast with these movies so good for him, man. Tom Hardy. We didn't talk a whole lot about Tom Hardy just as a person. I I, I want to hang out with Tom Hardy. He just seems like a weird, weird, weird guy. <laughs> just a weird, weird, weird person. Um, but we're gonna go ahead and talk about for next week. The next time you see us when we come on back, uh, we're gonna be watching a little bit more Spider Man, and that of course is Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Our this is our first animated I- movie
0: it is our first animated movie i am so excited to uh cry uh doing the homework (laughs) for next episode because that movie gets me choked up every time
1: it's um i'm
0: excited it's the first movie we're covering that i'm like a fan of yes or have at least seen more than once so um very exciting
1: that is true. This is the movie that I've seen multiple times over the years. I'm actually excited to watch it again. Mm-hmm. I'm curious because I I've not asked um, my my partner who uh, has a an art degree, um, very much f- enjoys uh, different type of art. I want to show this movie because to me this movie is an art piece. So I'm yeah. very curious what their thought, Gorgeous. thought is going to be on yeah. this. i we're going to watch it on our giant 4K televisions. So very excited about that. So yeah. I Oh, yeah. yeah, can't wait so please if you want to watch that with us of course we'll be releasing that as our next episode uh, Sly where can people find you on the net
0: you can find me everywhere on the internet at MC. you can find me co-hosting Thursday Thursdays the point in progress podcast and we'll throw the after party at after party SHO on all the socials um, and yeah you can find me here talking about all the non-MCU Marvel <sighs> movies with my lovely co-host.
1: Fantastic. Which we only have a couple episodes left. That's
0: We're getting close to the end of season two.
1: Yeah, we're getting close it's, to the end.
0: It's better sweet.
1: Yeah and then of course uh, you can find me over at point in progress where we do our main podcast over there here at mcu university where we do things uh new reviews possibly popping off um i just got my code for 10 dates i very much would love to do a review Ooh. because i love the first game um might be giving away five dates because i have a code for that so we'll, th- we'll talk about possibly doing that but uh, yeah definitely check everything we're doing and of course follow me on twitter at that mario Rivera. Where, uh, I do a lot of fun stuff over there as well. Um, and Frank, if you if you joined us for this episode, uh, your Frank handle is at the Frank GV. He's always rooting and tootin'. If by the way, so side note, go watch the Point in Progress episode from uh, a couple of weeks ago because oh my god, what the living hell! So uh, yeah, I think
0: it's one of the best episodes I've ever hosted. I'm <laughs> so, really <laughs>
1: so that. funny. Oh, my God. And so those, those are your homework. So please check those out. Um, but until next time, class is dismissed. Venom. Venom, Venom. Venom, Venom. That power, it's not completely awful. You have no idea how much you're scaring me right now. Eddie, cooperate you just might survive. Guys, you do not want to do this, trust me. Giant leaps will always come at a cost. to say yeah
0: name is